Hey, Aaron, Cole, and Phil. This is Ryan Burke from 60 Cycle Hum, the guitar podcast. I just wanted to make sure you got the cease and desist and that you will not be recording any more episodes of 60 Cycle Slum uh, as the name infringes on our intellectual property. I hope you enjoy your new name, whatever you come up with. Just no more use of the word 60 Cycle or Hum in any combination from now on. And, you know, try to make sure that you don't come up with a name that rhymes with our name either. Uh, you know, if you, if you can't come up with anything and you just need a close-up shot, I understand. But, yeah, we can't have you diluting our brand anymore. Uh, we'd also appreciate it if you would shift your attention away from talking about our show whenever possible. It was fun for the first couple episodes, but if people want to spend an hour of their life learning about one of our past episodes, then they should really just listen to that episode of 60 Cycle Hum, the guitar podcast. Uh, I'm looking forward to whatever you guys come up with. Uh, please just, you know, uh, consider our demands. Uh, we don't want to have to take this further than a cease and desist. All right, guys. Have a good day. Welcome to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. We slum it hard, so you don't have to. I'm Aaron. I'm Phil. I'm Cole. And we are Wild Stallions! (laughs) (laughs) Wild Stallions. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Yeah. Latency. Were we all supposed to come in and say Wild Stallions with you? Did you you not say it? Yeah, you failed. Um, this podcast is over. Let's let's take it again. So let's those of you clean take get the reverb pails on there. One, <laughs> two, three. Wild stallions. And you wild get stallions. water under the bridge. <laughs> nice. Okay. Wait. We'll save it. I, I time stamped it. <laughs> We're yeah. here because we are the gear slum. And our old podcast is dead. This podcast <laughs> is taking its place. Podcast sucked. Yeah, that podcast sucked. Yeah, we hated it. All of our viewers were garbage. <laughs> it was all of our French listeners abandoned us. So we said, <laughs> "Screw it, we're starting over. We're starting fresh." The three percent, man, they all suck us. it. To be honest, we got a lot of heat from our Russian listen- listeners the last couple weeks. We did. They were not. Yeah, they were not they, happy. So to they, speak. They. They are. They were just mad we weren't happy. talking about Adidas enough <laughs> <laughs> and gold chains. Yeah, they were like yeah. pissed about the gold chains. Yeah, they let. <laughs> let's just say they are not happy. <laughs> oh, Phil, we're starting off on the wrong foot I here. Timestamp that. This episode, the Gear Slum, is brought to you by Paul Pennington. Paul Pennington sent us five dollars and forty-five cents. And now I'm saying his name twice. <laughs> Man, this just got very literal and <laughs> real. So if you want to know. I, I am speaking into a microphone. <laughs> we interacted with a person through Facebook.com. Hey, hey Cole, you're the, you're the, math, the math wizard. Um, uh, the math wizard. <laughs> the math, math wizard. 
what is a half of five dollars in how many how much how many cents? It's two dollars and seventy two and a half. Two seventy two and a half. Yeah. Okay. So, are we saying that for every two dollars and seventy two and a half cents that that's how many yeah, you get your name said once? Yeah. Your name is once, and then yeah, for every if you said it's twenty seven dollars and a quarter, we will say your name ten times. Damn, that's awesome. It's a lot. I mean, that's where are you going to kind of find that kind of value anywhere else? Nowhere. Right. And we won't even say it all at once. We'll spread it out. Yeah, not like Beetlejuice, thing. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. We will we'll like. <laughs> not like that. No. Beetlejuice, think... by the way, you owe us $10. We don't want anything. We don't want anything weird <laughs> happening. <laughs> we said your name four times. Expect the invoice. <laughs> yeah, so seriously, guys. Guys, really, quit screwing around, okay? This. The whole reason we're doing we're this starting is because you guys are always screwing around. So we realized that there is a shortage of podcasts talking about guitar culture without being douchebags. So, <laughs> oh my god! So we're bringing Wait, both those Aaron, things together. There's Aaron. there's also a shortage of gear demos on YouTube, so we're gonna start doing those. <laughs> we're gonna start doing gear demos of strictly Strymon pedals only, <laughs> playing blues riffs. Yes, Aaron, I uh, I feel like I've I've seen Actually, a lot of gear podcasts. Um, uh-huh. So what what exactly are you implying with what you're saying about there's a we're going we're going to be the what what was it that you said? Those are guitar gear podcasts. So we're a guitar culture podcast. We're a guitar okay. culture podcast. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to talk about everything guitar culture. We're going to talk about the good, fugly. We're going to bring it all. all right. It's like the other guys are like TV guide, and we are like uh, the Inquirer, basically. Readers okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. Right. The Inquirer. We're like readers. <laughs> I'm cool with that. We're we're large print. Yeah, because only <laughs> geriatric people are listen to this soul. podcast. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I think I like that. <laughs> so, so yeah, we're called the Gear Just tuning in. We're called the Gear Slum now. Yeah. Yeah, we're the gear slum now. So if you like if you like the old podcast, you're gonna love this one. Turn it off. <laughs> Changed some of the words for other words. <laughs> and we we had to keep slum though because I had already made that theme song that said slum. That said slum. The one word in the in the song is slum. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so slum. There's no yeah. way I was gonna change that. Yeah. It, it, oddly enough, it doesn't say slum it, which. Uh-uh. That's because it's referring to a noun, which is the <laughs> our podcast doesn't say slum it either in the name because it's a noun. That is true. That is true. It's not a transitive verb. It's I think an intransitive verb. verb for that matter. I'd like to suggest another slogan: the gear slum. If right. you like the Let's old, do it. Let's do it now. This is the perfect time. Yeah, for it. the gear slum. If you like the old podcast, too bad. No. <laughs> okay. How about this? The Gear, the Gear Slum. Slum. If you like the old podcast, this is also a podcast. <laughs> the Gear Slum. If you thought that was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> the Gear Slum. Podcasting and Mastin. Casting and Mastin. I think we should just call it the Gear Slum better than cereal. <laughs> <laughs> 
or not better than cereal. this one. Some cereal is better than us. Which way are we spelling it? S e r i a l. Oh, Aaron, did you get that podcast? Oh, I thought you meant like breakfast cereal. Oh, yeah, we're better than that too. <laughs> better than slum. all of the cereals. Dad jokes. <laughs> Lots of them. <laughs> if you like dad jokes and you like awkward pauses, this is your podcast. <laughs> so, guys. So, Aaron. Got it. Yeah. The gear slub. <laughs> Not your grandma's dad jokes. Oh! <laughs> That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Why not? I love it. It's not your grandma's dad. Grandmas jokes. don't tell dad jokes. No, but your grandmas have. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Yep. Hmm. Yep. I want you to sit there and think about that for a second. Hmm. So we got a lot of good things coming up on this podcast because yeah. now that we're free of our previous shackles, thinking. As warm and cuddly as they were, thinking we have thrown off the chains that bound us. Thinking. And now we're free to talk thinking. about whatever the heck we want. Thinking. So we're going to talk about all kinds of stuff related thinking. to guitar and guitar culture. Thinking. Right? Are you guys still there? Thinking. Uh, I'm still here. Yeah, I'm still thinking. Phil, what hey, are Phil. you doing? You told me to think. I said for a second. Oh, okay. Not 12 minutes. Hey, Aaron, you know Phil is like an English teacher, right? Yo. No. Yeah. I'm I'm worried. I do know. But I'm, I'm not. I'm worried for those high school kids. But I'm not an English teacher yet. <laughs> oh. He's, I'm technically he's, an English teacher an in training. Yeah. I'm a Padawan English teacher. Yeah. I what do you think the word, an actual what do you think the word thinking means, Phil? <laughs> What is just it? saying the word thinking. You just say the word thinking. No, but I. That's how you is, do it. No, but this is a podcast. I wanted this. We're trying to create the theater oh, of the mind, and I want to like, like make everyone. I want to make yeah. everyone know what's going on in my mind. You're, you're narrating. I like you it. Gotta make it explicit for all of our readers. It's audio. It's an audible medium. You know. Yeah. Speaking of audible, uh, our it's sponsor oral. for this week is uh, Paul Pennington. <laughs> That's all. Paul, you owe us another five forty. Oh, you owe us two dollars and seventy-four, <laughs> whatever. Seventy-two and a half cents. Oh yeah, that's right. Pennington. Um, if you just say somebody's first name, then do they owe us half of the half? It's double. <laughs> it's there's an implied intimacy yeah. that that costs extra. So if like Mono mm-hmm. or Madonna sponsors a podcast, boom, yeah, they have to pay yeah we'll charge them ten dollars. Bendy. Does Bendy have a last name? I guess it's Ben's a lot, huh? Ben's <laughs> a lot. We'll charge him double too. It's Bendy McBenderton, I believe, is his last name. Oh yeah, yeah, guys. There's some things that I want to talk to you about this week on this podcast. Okay. Aaron, straight up, I want you to talk to me about Clean Slate right now. All right. Yes, I was gonna say I want to talk about that Clean is Slate. The thing that I, I want you to talk about. Making progress in my Clean Slate. I was empty slate for a while. Um, so those of you who have been listening since the beginning of our previous podcast, which doesn't exist anymore. I'm sorry. You know this is the Clean beginning. Slate. Beginning of what? That's this why is I said, of, oh, my gosh. Whenever you're ready. Okay. Three, two, one. Beginning. Okay. So those of you who have been listening for a while, you know about Clean Slate. Project Clean Slate is an idea that I had when we first started 
talking about this podcast. And the idea was that I would sell all of my pedals and start over because I had become bored with them. So originally I had a CMAT mod, Signa Drive. I had a Ghost Echo from Earthquaker. Um, I had a cheap Chinese delay pedal. I had a DS1 that was modded. I had a busted up Dynacomp. And I had a modded uh, Dan Electro Daddyo. And maybe something else. And I had all of that like in on a flat board. And I sold all that stuff. Except for the flat board. I kept that to hold my cables. But I sold all of it and I bought new stuff. So <laughs> in not the process the of that, I... <laughs> what? Not to hold the pedals, just to hold the cables? Yeah, because I bought a new pedal board. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, but rather than selling the old thing, I kept it. Because it's like a little, it's like a road case. So I keep like extra junk in there. It's like just a junk case. So anyway, I sold all that stuff and I bought some new stuff. So the first thing that I bought was the almighty Pelotar Fuzz from Pelican Noise Works. Pelican Noise Works 545. Um, which if you don't know about it, <laughs> look it up because that pedal is amazing. Cole has one as well. Although we'll his, about, we're cool going to talk about it a little more later, right? Yeah, well, let's do that. Ask, um, so anyway, ask me that, if I have one. Um, and then I added a. It always uh, has to be about Fury Phil. Six, six. <laughs> I added a Fury Six Six from Friday Club Pedals, which is Jack Deville's newish line, um, that I got for like way cheaper than normal. Is Friday Club? Uh, and then I just than bought for black. Yeah, Friday Club just he just started it like a few months ago. Okay. What is the deal with that, by the way? Um and by the way, if you're listening, do not pay $199 for a Friday Club pedal. Yeah. $99. So <laughs> but also if you're listening and you want to buy my pedal, ignore what I said and I'll sell you mine for one twenty five. <laughs> um but <laughs> Um, so I have that, which is like a cool distortion pedal, and then I just bought a JHS uh, delay, which is my first like expensive delay, and also my first JHS, which I hated for about two hours when I first plugged it in, until I found out that they made a change between one version one and version one point five, and that change sucks because it makes the pedal boring and lame. Um, it also makes it quieter, which I guess some people like, but basically like it doesn't oscillate. So, so it takes like all the cool. Yeah, it takes all the fun stuff from like a, a wacky analog delay pedal and like gets rid of it. Uh, but there is a switch that you can flip. So I flipped that switch. And once I flip that switch, I um, if you put like the feedback like at noon, it oscillates in a way that like it starts to build but it's over it it kind of backs off so it's like this constant wall of just almost back which is really fun um i also bought an rv5 reverb which is coming and then if you listen wow. to 60 cycle hum podcast those guys have a also where you send the pedal in and then you spin a wheel and then you get a wheel. So I have. I, wait, 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 wait. wait. What's, this, what's yeah, this other podcast? 
There's this pedal. There's this podcast called Sixty Cycle Hum. Huh. Um, it's like this. Okay. It's like a smallish podcast. Um, what does that mean? Sixty means, Cycle Hum. It means. I mean, I'm f- I'm familiar with the term, but like, do they do they experiment with creating that sound and like making it? Yeah, it's just all in a podcast form. That's all it is. It's like seventy nine minutes of just hum. That's fascinating. Like... <laughs> For seventy nine minutes. Oh, I thought we were going to harmonize. Nice. I'll I'll put I'll add that into the intro song and post. <laughs> okay, so was that everything? Um, then I and so I put all of that on a um, a pedal train Metro Twenty that I actually bought new, which is weird because I it's one of the few things that I have that I bought new. Um, so I bought that new because I wanted the. I wanted the gig bag that came with it and no one was selling the gig bag that was in anywhere near good condition. Um, so I just bought one new, and then I've been sticking everything on that. And I also, right now I have a chase bliss, um, the warped vinyl. I've been playing with that. So I won this, I won an internet contest and that internet contest was from a, a newish company called. Um, Crap! Say that again. You won an internet contest. I did, yeah, from a company called the Sound Parcel, which is it's like a, a gear rental company. So um, you can rent pedals for a week, two weeks, or a month, I think. And then every time you rent it, you get like credit towards future rentals. But um, so the the cool thing about that one that I noticed that they don't have at like Pedal Genie and other places is. They don't have quite as many companies hooked up with them yet, but they also have like you can rent synthesizers from them, um, and they also, you can also rent like microphones and stuff from them. Um, oh, and they have cool. a pretty good collection of of vintage pedals that you can that you can rent, which is fun. Um, so I, I'll probably check that out and maybe rent a couple more here. Um, you can rent them for like starting at like twelve dollars for a week, which is not crazy. Um, and if you, I think it's free shipping usually too. So if you want to so, just try something, it's it's kind of a cool way without tying up a ton of cash. So what are your thoughts on the warped vinyl so far? Um, I kind of don't like it very much. <laughs> Should we dive <laughs> into this right now? Yeah, well we can. So it's, it's, this is what I, this is how I feel about it. I feel like it's a really interesting pedal that I do not have the capability yet to understand. So everything that I get out of it is like either basic chorus sound, which I would never pay $350 for a basic chorus sound. <laughs> right, right. Or it's just like impossible to use and like the sound cuts out and I don't know what I'm doing. And I haven't figured out the dip switches on the back yet. So I've only had it for today. So like a couple hours I've messed with it, but it's rough. So I know everyone loves that pedal, and it seems really cool, and the videos I've seen of it are really cool, but I have not mastered it even close. 
Yeah, I I don't know. I, I see pedals like that with like a million knobs on them. And it makes me feel like that's just one step above like one of those fully programmable line six amps or something where you're basically starting from scratch and it's on you to come up with everything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. So like there's, yeah, there's not really like a default setting. Like yeah. if you have to get like a drive pedal or even like a regular delay, you can kind of throw everything at noon and it's intuitive and you can kind of figure it out. But there's definitely a learning curve on this thing. And honestly, so I know we're going to talk about the Pelotar later, but that's a good example of like, it, it gives you knobs that you actually want to adjust, but then it just right. sounds good, you know, like, yeah, it sounds good. I, don't know. I think it's, I think it's possible to just have too many options. Like I just sold my Marshall amp. It was a DSL 40 C and even that just had a million knobs where it was like, I don't know. I just as soon have. Oh, so I also had this orange thunder. What was it? TH 30. And on the drive channel, it only had three knobs on both channels. So on the drive channel, all it had was gain volume and tone. And it was like, yeah, right. that's perfect. Cause I don't know if it's a good sounding amp, then I don't need to be able to adjust a million different things or whatever, like presence and resonance. And yeah, even like three band EQ is somewhat overwhelming sometimes. Yeah. Like when you yeah. get into active EQs, especially on pedals, like I could see it on an amp where you can kind of set it and you want to spend some time tweaking it, but drive pedals and they all have three tone knobs or three different like sound filter knobs Yeah, on them. Like that is overkill in my mind. Maybe I'm just Actually, I'd rather have like person. one useful tone knob. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, at night... I've always kind of thought of myself like, oh, I like to tweak things because I like lots of sounds. Um, but I realize now that I'm basically more interested in making crazy noises. Like, I want things that can go wild, but still be simple. Yeah. Yeah. I like that, too. I'm I'm the same way. And that's how I feel about the, the Panther Cub now that I've kind of unleashed it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I said unleashed in the Panther Cub. It's like a pun. Um, yeah. So dad jokes. Hey, Aaron. Right. Um, I, yes. I, I enjoyed your joke. I'm speaking yeah, into a microphone and I enjoyed your joke. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Not your grandma's dad joke. <laughs> I'm chuckling. I'm chuckling because of what you said about my joke and talking into the microphone. But, yeah. It was comical. It's like a cycle. It was, thank you. I appreciate that. So that's clean slate. That's the update. Um, it's still kind of a work in progress. Like I have the... <clears throat> I really like the Fury 6.6, but I have it listed on Reverb just in case anyone wants to buy it. Um, I realize I'm kind of missing like what the Signet Drive gave me, which was like a kind of basic um, drive platform where this one's a little bit more kind of gritty um, and it's not super smooth. Huh. So I like it a lot, but it's definitely more of a distortion than it is like a, an overdrive. And I don't have a regular overdrive right now, so okay, I'm but missing that a little bit. But how many always-ons do you have? All of them. I leave all my pedals on all the time. Nice. They're all always-ons. But I don't, they're not plugged in. So what I do is I leave all so my pedals on. I leave them all on. And so like if I want to not have fuzz, I'll just unplug. I'll like take the cables <laughs> out of the fuzz pedal. 
and I'll just like reroute my signal real quick. You know, you know what might make it easier is if you had like, uh, uh, oh geez, uh, What's some the term? kind of a What's something, the term, Phil? a switch, uh, but let, a switch but no, of some like kind a, that you. I could, wouldn't want like a switch though. I'd want more of a system. Like if a you series, could have a switch, like a series of switches that would, like a that system would of un- switches that would that would close the signal and open uh-huh. the signal for the power. Hmm. Only a way that you could do that, and then you know what make it easier is if you could do it with your foot somehow because your hands uh-huh. are busy playing guitar, like with a barefoot button. You're saying? <laughs> no, I just like if you brought to you it, by barefoot buttons, the shoes like if, of history. <laughs> Or sorry, brought to you by shoes, the barefoot buttons of history. There Nailed it is. It Second time. Ah. Nailed it both times. If ever there was a time that I really wish that we would actually cut things out. Nope, I ain't cutting that out. The, if you're listening now, go back about 35 seconds and then mute the podcast for about six seconds. <laughs> So you skip the first two. You just hear right. the second one. Yes. If you're just tuning in right now. If you're if you just, just tuning in, Aaron stumbled just across this the joke. If you're just it, tuning in, you're listening to the Gear Slum. I don't know how you found us in the middle of an episode. Yeah, I'm exactly. Still. And also, if you if you want to know where to download this episode, just go wherever you went to download it when you're listening to it now. We're going to take a break now. When we come back, <laughs> do you hate that? I hate that. I hate when podcasts what, when they... take breaks. Yeah, no, there is no break. If, like you're, if you guys are taking a break, go ahead and take a break, but we don't care. Right? <laughs> yeah, you don't have to tell me that you're going to splice together two separate audio tracks. Yeah, exactly. Like you don't point out every time you like have a long pause. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, or thing. you could. Just returning I mean, from that long pause. <laughs> You know what, guys? We need to take a break, and then we should just be silent for like two minutes. <laughs> just walk away, but leave just the recording like, going. Yes, just leave it recording. Maybe one of us just kind of like yeah. sighs every once in a while. Just like talking to our kids. Just, just say thinking over and over. Maybe again. one of us can just be messing with our <laughs> mic for a couple minutes. <laughs> right. I'm. I'm not messing with my mic. Should no. I mess with my mic? No, just you cast. should not. Do not. Please don't. How's my mic? Hey, to all our listeners out there, call in right now. Tell me how my mic is sounding. No, you have to call them at home. It's about dinner. It's about dinner time. So, okay, all of our listeners who still have a landline, even though it's 2016. Okay, we'll call if you're you. watching now. Just call the number on the bottom of your screen. <laughs> it's only two dollars and seventy two and a half cents a minute. <laughs> so yeah, come Phil, on, you guys. Phil is for the price of one name mentioned. You can have a conversation with Phil. The, that that form of currency that everyone recognizes one name mention so phil is employing the most state-of-the-art technology on the podcast tonight we gotta post a picture somewhere yes yeah, only we had a gear slum group the most state-of-the-art microphone technology available to telemarketers 20 years ago <laughs> i'll get i'll give you a hint about this microphone technology Oh baby, baby, how was that? <laughs> yes. No, <laughs> that oh, something man. wasn't right. Phil's, Phil's yeah. also wearing a red leather jumpsuit. 
<laughs> Full on the body. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or Mars. Was it Mars? I don't know. I don't know. I think it was Mars. Just because it's red. I don't know. Either way, she's breathing without a helmet. I wasn't looking at the planet, if you know what oh! I mean. <laughs> I was looking at the spaceship. Ooh. <laughs> a second. Wait, what were you looking at? I was looking at those Jimmy Choo pumps. Jimmy Choo pumps. <laughs> I was looking at that ponytail. <laughs> I was looking at that particular shade of red lipstick. I was looking at the guy that was looking at the girl in the video. <laughs> but yo, 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 check out. Way. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> um, not that there's anything wrong with that. Wait, um, wrong with what? That's what I said. What? I don't know. Seinfeld. It's a Seinfeld joke. It's old. It's almost as old as your headset. Oh. hey Hey, not your grandma's dad joke. <laughs> but it is your grandma's. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by feet. <laughs> we got two of them. The original. Each. Non-barefoot button. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by barefoot. <laughs> the foot of a bear. Barefoot LLC. <laughs> So that's no, so, so to all of our viewers, uh, Phil has a super ghetto headset, and that's that's all. That's all that matters. You've seen it though. And that's the end of this camera. episode. And uh, we'll see you next month. Week. Next month. Oh week. yeah, we're going to a we're going to a bi-monthly schedule now. So you'll have we'll have six podcasts a year, all at once. Yeah, but <laughs> we'll have six every day for six days, and then we'll wait a year. We're busy, like. You know what? If you want a podcast next week, just wait then. Hold off. Don't listen to them all in a row. How about that? Yeah, exactly. Have some patience. Like, mm-hmm. It's not my problem that you don't have any self-control. Yeah. Exactly. 100%. I agree. Cole, fist bump. Hey, Aaron. Yeah. Thank you thank for you. expressing your agreement with me. You know what? I'm listening to you talk in my headphones, and I'm talking back to you into a microphone, and I appreciate what you just said. I love this. It's great. Bill is talking through something. So, you know what we should do? What's is that? Make a podcast. That's a pretty good. Idea. Already, since we already have these conversations and we record them anyway, and then let other people listen to them, we should just make it a podcast. Hmm. Don't you have to have an iPod to listen to podcasts, though? I think that's a terrible idea, actually. Cole. Yeah. You had something happen this week. I did. You had the opportunity to go on a date. With Tad Hamilton. <laughs> oh, wait. No. I did. You had the opportunity. And then I got stuck in the rain, and I was wearing this <laughs> thin white shirt. I wasn't looking at the wait, shirt. Am I, think, am I, I thinking of looking. Spider-Man? I think I'm mixing yeah. up Tad Hamilton and Spider-Man. That shirt was not white. It was pink. That's a common mistake. And Kirsten Dunst was in it. Not you. Yeah. Thankfully. Not no, I was, was looking. <laughs> oh, you were playing Tobey Maguire's butt. Okay, so I've been liquidating a lot of my gear lately. And How many guitars have you sold in the last like two weeks? So I haven't sold a ton of guitars. You've just been melting them. I've been liquidating. Melting them. Literally liquidating them. 
Okay, so I haven't I haven't actually sold that many guitars, but I've sold a bunch of amps. So in the last like two weeks, oh, right. I sold a Blues Junior, uh, an Orange TH30, a Marshall DSL40, and my Blues Cube, and an Epiphone 50. Valve Junior. Oh, okay, the okay. Blues Cube, like the the Blues Cube. Uh, stage like the 60 watt version so that was a bunch of amps and I ended up with a decent amount of cash I was thinking of getting a vintage like a vintage Fender amp which I posted one of them on the group and, and there was that guy who was just kind of a jerk about it so I ended up not buying his Okay, but, tell us about the guy who called you and left you the message Oh my gosh! And maybe I'll splice that in right here. He. Oh yeah! If you have the message, let's play it. So oh. he, he posted on Craigslist. Phil, you're killing me. What? Goodness. Um. So he posted on Craigslist, which is already kind of unusual in Utah, which is actually being discussed right now in the in the sixty cycle hum group. But he posted this amp on Craigslist, and it was a. 1976 I think super reverb and he didn't have any pictures and it was one of those where it was like if you want me to I'll upload some pictures and it's like yeah dude if I'm going to buy your vintage amp for 1500 bucks I want to see some pictures of it so <laughs> so I I texted him uh, hey do you have any pictures of your amp and rather than texting me back he called me back at like 11 o'clock at night <laughs> and left me a voicemail saying, Hey, I uh, got your text message. I understand you want some pictures. So uh, I'll try to do that and put them on. What am I putting them on? And I hear this young kid in the background, like Craigslist, <laughs> it's like his grandson or something helping him. Oh yeah. I'll put the pictures on Craigslist. So uh, thanks again. And it's like, what did I, what just happened? Like, how did that, how did that phone call further the process? And he, like, just go put the pictures on Craigslist or text me back or something. Craigslist? Say that yeah. again. Did he do it? He did. And? Um, I'm sorry, Phil. I got to stop you again because your breathing is out of control. Is it only what? me, Aaron, or is it bothering you too? No, it's loud. Damn I don't it. know. Really loud. Okay. So you told me to put it. Or is it windy there? You just like go like maybe it's inside where there's no wind the air or something? When walking. I could go sit in my car. I'm pretty sure it's you breathing, though. Can you just move it like, I don't know. Okay, so I have it under my chin. And then you guys said... No, don't put it under your chin. Put it on your lip. Wait, is it touching your face? No, don't put it right up. Like, if there is air blowing, then that is not where you want the mic to be. But it might be rubbing on his face. It might not actually be breathing. If he's moving and the mic is rubbing his face, that that's would make breathing. the same noise. That's, that's breathing. I can hear him breathing. Okay. It was better before when you just moved it farther away from your face. So maybe just do that again. So now it's way far away from my face. But now I'm sitting, hang on, it's way far away from my face. 
how can you hear my breathing now way far away from my face? It's not too bad. I don't hear it at all, but I'm okay, ready. perfect. Man, this new mic is freaking killing me. No, dude, it's I like great. the old mic. No, I like the old mic where I can breathe as loud as I want. <laughs> That's true. That was, I mean, that was a benefit for you. It was a perk. Okay. So the guy did post. So I actually went on Craigslist today. He didn't notify me. So he called me the next day and I made the mistake of actually picking it up. And he talked to me for literally 15 minutes about like, so what do you want pictures of? And I was like, well, I just want it, you know, like if you can send like pictures of the transformers so I can see if they're original. (laughs) And if you can send like, you know, a picture of the speakers and just pretty standard stuff. He's like, okay, I'm going to write this down so I can get pictures of all the right stuff. <laughs> and, and meanwhile, make a list of the parts of an amplifier. Yeah, exactly. So, and he's like, I actually don't have it with me. It's in, it's like, it's like basically on consignment in a music shop, you know, which is oh, like, gosh. that's what you did to sell gear. A million you know, 20 years, years ago. ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and part of me wanted to be like, go to the music shop and ask that guy. Like, he'll know what what you should post pictures of, you know. Um, so the guy lives in Jackson Hole, which, first of all, you know, is in part of the problem. Because it's like, a, yeah, in, in Wyoming, it's like a little tourist town. So it's, um, you know, there's not a huge gear market there, I can't imagine. But, um, and so at any rate, yeah, he posted pictures of it. And it looks like it's all original, like all the transformer codes check check out and and all that, but it's still a super reverb. So it's probably more than I want. So I, w- I was looking at all these vintage amps. Meanwhile, you know, f- from the time I was in high school, I have always wanted a, a Les Paul custom, a white Les Paul custom, which is why I have, you know, I talked about that Les Paul last week that I bought and sold a couple times that one gear deal that I still kind of feel bad about. Um, and that's a white, it's a Les Paul studio, but it's white with gold hardware. So it's that Uh same kind of look. So this Les Paul custom came up on our local classifieds. And I, I was texting the person they had it listed for 1800, which is low for a custom, but the case looked pretty beat up from the pictures. I couldn't really tell much else from the pictures. Are those like 3,500 new? About around, they're like they're five thousand new. Oh, really? Whoa. Yeah, the eighteen hundred is crazy. So, yeah, so they sell used for you know twenty five hundred. Okay. About. So because they're expensive, but there's still a lot of them. Yeah, and they've been around forever, and they're not yeah. like I don't know. I think because they aren't flame tops, they aren't as popular right now as mm. as like the art the the fifty nine and fifty eight reissues. Douchebag um, alert. <laughs> um i hate flame so, tops by the way yeah as i'm looking around i actually don't own a single guitar with a flame top and i have seven guitars right now um so so i'm talking to this girl and i could tell she's like not i'm just texting back and forth with her and she's like not super eager to to sell it or to bargain you know i was trying to talk her down and she's like no i'm pretty confident i'll get my asking price which to be fair is true you know um it, it like it's already a good price so, th- so I told time, her, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, like there's not a lot of people just 
waiting around with that kind of cash to jump on something. But, you know, if it stays up for a few weeks, it should sell. So I finally went and looked at it yesterday. So, um, and I had the money to buy it, which, which by the way, was all in twenties. Cause it was just like all the money I had been collecting <laughs> from, all from all, from all my sales. <laughs> so I had $1,800 in twenties. And I go to this. So I go to this, the place where I was meeting her was, uh, in a coffee shop where she worked. So I was going to meet her there and it just so happened to be the urban. What was it? The urban arts festival was going on right outside of her coffee shop at the same time. So I'm walking by all of these, like, you know, (laughs) mixture of, of homeless people and like, you know, barely not homeless people with $1,800 in cash in my pocket. I'm just like kind of nervous, you know, did you do some hacking? And I got there. Dude, I was <laughs> I was sweating and fretting, you know. <laughs> so I got there and she she's like, "Oh yeah, here's the guitar." She puts the case up on the ta- on you know, like the counter. The the top of the case. So there's like the you know like where the buckles clasp onto. Uh-huh. The top part of the case had two extra buckles that didn't have or like little <laughs> clasp that didn't have corresponding buckles on the bottom. And there weren't holes where they used to be or anything. So I was already like, what? Oh, this is weird. Like it's two and halves she, of two different cases or something? Yeah, that's what it seemed like, it, which which is super weird. But it, it like checked out. Like it had, you know, like the Les Paul custom cases for a while now have been, it's not like a fur lining. It's more like a velvet kind of lining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and they really mostly just use those for the custom shop ones. And they say Gibson custom on the outside and she had the certificate of authenticity and everything. So it, it's a legit custom, but then I open it up and it was in really rough shape. So the back of it was just covered in buckle rash, which doesn't always bother me, but this was pretty bad. There had been a sticker on like the top. So not like the face of the guitar, but like the top edge of the guitar. And they took right. the sticker yeah. off. It was all discolored because of that. And then the back of the neck had a bunch of dings like through the paint and everything, like big chunks taken out of the neck. And then the headstock, the headstock was all like you see this sometimes on Gibsons where the inlay, like I don't know if the wood expands at a different rate than the inlay or something, and it kind of right. kind of like spider webs out from the edge of the inlays. I think it had been like the top of the headstock was all dinged up. So I think it had been dropped on the headstock a few times. It hadn't been broken, but you know, at any rate, it, it was really beat up and I was pretty bummed. And I think that's the first time I've ever been that excited for a piece of gear and then not actually bought it. So, so I ended up just walking away and she was like, Oh, okay, that's fine. You know? And I was like, yeah, sorry for wasting your time. She's like, well, I had to be here at work anyways. So no problem to me, but but yeah, I, I don't know. And, and it kind of brings up this bigger question of, should I have been worried about that kind of wear or cause, cause it was obviously, it had obviously just been played a lot and just not treated very well. Um, it wasn't like somebody had intentionally tried to artificially relic it or something, but it was just super beat up. Um, Man. so what I, do you guys think? I, I bet you that if you had been, wanting to buy it to flip it that you probably wouldn't have cared as much but because it was something that you actually wanted you know and you wanted for a long time and it was kind of crap yeah 
Like that, I wouldn't want that either. Like if it's something that you want, and they're like, "Well, this is like a crappy version of it." Yeah, like my plan was to buy that guitar and then never sell it. Which I know I say that about a lot of my stuff, and then I sell it. But (laughs) um, but yeah, that's one that I've wanted forever. You know, so yeah, that that probably factors into it. And and part of it is like it was a two thousand eight, so I mean it's not even ten years old, and it was just crazy beat to heck. So it's not even like if it was from like the seventies or eighties or something. And it's like, Oh, this has all these miles on it and all these years and everything. It was, was just like, guitar or was, was she selling it for someone else or what? She said in the text that she doesn't play guitar anymore. So I think it was hers. It's mm. weird. But, but that was like a pretty depressing thing to say too. Cause I was like, yeah, would you consider a partial trade for blah, blah, blah. And yeah. she just replied, I don't play guitar anymore. <laughs> it's like, Holy crap. Wow. <laughs> Like she had a bad breakup with guitar. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. She should have listened to our podcast instead of all those other crappy podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. We would would never make her feel like that. (laughs) If only. We would never make her quit guitar. We would never make her quit guitar like some other podcasts I could mention. So I'm like looking around at all my guitars and pretty much none of them have very much wear at all. Do do either of you guys have guitars with much like natural wear or unnatural? So I had I had this like cheap guitar that was like a Strat copy that I've had since like eighth grade. So like 20 years. And that thing was like thrown into like under beds and like in garages and stuff. And I just recently like like took it apart and never put it back together. So it's like in a heap. But even that thing is not that bad. So I'm like... I don't understand how that happens. Like, especially the neck. Yeah. Like, how do you dig into it? It looked neck? like it looked like they it, it had like been leaning against something and then it would like fall against you yeah. know, like you set it up against the wall and then it would tip over and hit something. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah, but how do you that. do that a whole bunch with a guitar that expensive? Like exactly. That's yeah. that's the thing. Like she knows how much like she wouldn't budge from eighteen hundred dollars, so she knows that it's a very expensive guitar, right? But then to still treat it like garbage, like that's the and the case was just yeah. If you're like, hey man, I'm just like, you know, I'm all about punk rock and the punk rock lifestyle, and you've got a two or maybe three hundred dollar guitar, I get like cigarette burns and you know like dropping it and you know like flinging it around and. I I get that, but not not if you work in a coffee shop <laughs> with a guitar with a five thousand dollar guitar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like she was a young she was a young girl working in a coffee shop, so like it, it, she probably didn't have that much expendable income. You know, that's crazy. So yeah, what if I don't know, what if her stole it from someone? Okay, so here's here's what we got to do. We all got to guess. Her backstory. Okay, here's my here's my guess. Her parents are super rich. It was like a sweet 16 birthday party. And now she like she told her parents, listen, I don't want to live by your rules anymore. I'm moving out. And she she lives on her own now. She <laughs> barely, you know, barely paying her bills with her coffee shop job. And she's like, ah, I'll sell this guitar. And I know how much this guitar is worth. Yeah. Um, so, like, I'm not eager to sell it, but I need to sell it for the money. Right. 
I think that's possible. Here's here's my guess. Uh, <laughs> okay. You went to school and got a big student loan and then just spent it all on a guitar. <laughs> yes. That's honestly what I think whenever I, I see young kids with really nice gear. It's like, oh, you got a $10,000 student loan check in the mail and you're like, oh, man. I'll just, I don't need all this money. I can go spend half of it on a guitar. That's awesome. Student loans are great. Heck yeah, dude. <laughs> it's all, they're always, they're always right now. I would take out student right. loans every day if I could, like right now. And I'll still be paying it off when I'm like 60, but it's okay. <laughs> it's I, good. It's worth it. <laughs> I, I have a buddy who did that. He was like, okay, so I did the math and my student loan, the full amount, I get this much money. So, and that's, you know, the, the chunk I get is for, you know, books and living expenses. And I know I can, I can live on like, you know, like just a couple hundred for like the, the semester. So <laughs> that means I've got like 800 bucks that I could put on this awesome yeah. guitar that I want to buy. And I was yeah. like, dude, don't do that. <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> don't do it. It's a bad idea. Well, and not only that, but it's like, it's not even I have $800 I can spend to buy this guitar. It's I have $800 for a down payment on this guitar. Right. So then you're still making credit card payments. <laughs> I think yeah, they but... even. Go ahead, Phil. Well, but I mean, like, if you put it on your Guitar Center credit card, the interest is like, 24% or something completely ridiculous like that. And my yeah, student loan, gnarly. my student loan is like a really good interest rate. So I'm being responsible by dropping my student loan money on this guitar. Yeah, totally responsible. That's true. When you say it like that, it actually, it's not as bad as I thought originally. Like more people should do it is what you're saying. <laughs> so if you're in college right now, even if you don't need it, I think you should take out some loans buy some guitars and that's it. Just take out loans and buy guitars. There's no third crap out of them. Yeah. Beat the crap out of them. Get a job at coffee. Although the the one thing, the one thing I loved about it is like white, less Paul's yellow over time. Mm. And this one was very yellow, which I don't know if that means it didn't smell like cigarette smoke at all, which again, that's probably the urine. Like, I do not understand the history of this guitar for the life of me. <laughs> whoa, whoa, so whoa. Curious. There's only one logical explanation. It used to belong to Scott Weiland. Okay, uh, on the count of three. Ready? One. Oh, okay, two logical. Two, <laughs> three. Time travel. You're in. Time travel. You're in. You're in luck. It's time travel. <laughs> <laughs> You're in for a treat. Time travel. Will, and honestly... It was so much that like, so they've changed the custom shop serial numbers. I only know this because I've been looking at it <laughs> lately. And I started to wonder like, is there a chance this isn't actually a 2008? Like, could it be a like a really old, you know, 70s or 80s or like, but as far as I can tell, it's just a 2008 based on the serial number. So I don't know. It's, it's time travel. Yeah. I can't stop thinking about it. But I can't stop thinking about time travel either. That's crazy. If I and was going to time travel, I would not time travel to 2008. Are you telling me that maybe Marvin Berry has played that guitar, Phil? <laughs> yes. Here's the thing. If the serial number matches up to 2008, 
Here's what she did, okay? She went back to 2008. She bought the guitar. And then she spent 40 years time traveling all over the place with that guitar. And then came to 2016 and tried to sell it to you. <laughs> that seems like so uninteresting. It's like you, you've been you've been traveling all throughout the history of time. And then it's like, hey, I'll just go back to, you know, eight years later than where I was before. She's bored. <laughs> Yes, I'll go back and get my education. It's like now, you know, 2008, the economy was tanking. Now it's recovered a little bit. It'll be a little bit better off there, you know. No, listen, she's got some plan. There's Minimum some reason why she's back. Been lifted a few times. <laughs> There's no. She she's banking on something. She's like she knows like the she's got the sports almanac. She's just. Now she's moving into phase two where she like places all of her bets and uh oh, yeah. makes all the money. So that's 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 why she would come back to 2016. But she needs exactly okay. eighteen hundred dollars. Yeah, she's oh. like <laughs> I gotta make this bet on the Jaguars to win the Super Bowl. Or maybe she <laughs> she like crash landed in twenty sixteen and she needs eighteen hundred dollars <gasps> to repair her time machine. Like that's how much oh, power Aaron. That's it. She pawned her time machine for, I don't know. I lost it. (laughs) She pawned it for the last fall. I I lost the thread. Listen, she's like, and get get this. I've made a terrible mistake. Okay, get this. You say, hey, what about 1600? She goes, no, I'm confident it will sell for 1800 because I'm from the freaking future and I know. She already knows. Dang! That's, that's so she's she like interested no, in selling who, it to you. Buy it. I know. That's why when I came in, she was like, "Yeah, no big deal to me." I already, it's like, you don't buy I already know it. you're not going to buy it. What do I care about you? Wait, I hope you get mugged. You by are going to buy it. people. What if you yeah, are going to buy it? Maybe she's thinking like, and "I know you're going to come back don't. in a week when you she's figured like, out oh, my yeah, time travel like, scheme." This is not the time that you buy it. You buy it next time. She's like, "I know you have two idiots that you talk to, and they're going to come up with this time travel scheme." They're going to convince you to go back to school, take out a student <laughs> loan, <laughs> buy this less ball. Oh, man. And that, folks, is what you call full circle. Mm. And here mm. we are. And that <laughs> is water, water under, the, under bridge. the bridge. It's water under the bridge. How is old Teddy? Uh, he, Teddy Bridgewater? He, I don't know. Is he active? I think he's dead. Yeah. Oh no, I'm thinking of Prince. <laughs> are you are you guys talking about your fantasies? I thought you I thought you were saying like this is a future podcast and he's long dead by now. <laughs> if oh, you're yeah. listening Teddy to this Bridgewater? podcast eighty years in the future, <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater is probably dead. But also so is everyone else. I mean it's not like really going out on a limb here. Right. Only him. Everyone else, they found a fountain of youth thing. He was the only one that didn't get on that. <laughs> he died on the it. day before. Yeah, everybody else is fine. Dang. <laughs> Poor rough, Teddy. You know? Poor Teddy. Adrian Peterson's injured too. Speaking of Vikings players. Oh. Are you talking are you talking about fantasies? Your fantasies? No, I'm talking about actual human beings. <laughs> but the only actual. reason we care about those human beings is because of our fantasies. Because you have fantasies about them. Exactly. Correct, yes. My football fantasies. Yes. Speaking of speaking of fantasies, I have a guy on my team named Danny Woodhead. Yeah, from the Chargers. And, uh, 
he's injured. So my two he's my two tiny, running backs. By the way, what's that? He's tiny. I know, he's a little tiny, guy. He's a tiny little Woodhead. So my two <laughs> Woodhead is tiny. My two running backs were named Woodhead and Johnson. <laughs> mm. I don't know. I don't know why that's. Wait, funny. you only had two running backs. <laughs> The Johnson guy's named Duke Johnson, though, so he's my favorite how did, player. How did you only have two running backs? You didn't have any backups? Eh, Don't they get tired of uh, running? No, like those are the ones I started in week one. Oh. I was like, what's on your bench? Nine kickers. <laughs> yeah, dude. Do you it's all about matchups. All, I gotta... all things kicker. It's all about those kicker matchups. So, yeah. so... If you want, if you want your fantasy to have just lots of kicking, you could just have kickers kicking all the time. No, yeah, like you could put a kicker running back, and if he happens to run for any yards, then you <laughs> counts. You know, that's right. That's what. That's totally. how you do it. Wait. Uh, so do you? Yeah. Do you guys get? Do you like sit in your basement with like a twelve sided die? Yes, I actually built a basement just for. I don't have a basement. Football. We can't have basements in my area. There's no basements in California either. Very few of them. Oh, yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. Most people, their houses Wait. are built like up. They're not even like slab on grade, right? They're like up on. It's like wood frame up off the ground where there's like a crawl space underneath it, right? Yeah, there is. That's a, like older homes. Like that. My house is that way. My house but is it has just to be old. a concrete foundation or whatever. But my house is old. So it's all like subfloors and like it's really creaky and. You, oh, yeah, I, you have to have a subfloor, I think. Like now, if you're building a house now. Well, yeah, but mine's like hollow underneath. Right, but it's that means it was built before they made that rule. Yeah, it's old. Yeah, it was built in. I don't know when it was built, but it was like added on to in like the seventies. Cool. Why See, are I, you not allowed to have a basement? Because uh, the water table is too high. So if you had a basement, it would oh. like. It would be constantly get leaking, you like know. Swampy. Your house would sink. Yeah, like it. Yeah, I'm basically right down, like where I live used to be covered by the Great Salt Lake not that long ago. Like like eight thousand years. Cosmically no, speaking, like like less than a hundred years ago. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, man, so that's all. Of, lake. That's all. Lake is great, by the way. I like it. Guys, let me tell you about the Salt Lake. It's great. Tell us. It's great. You're listening to the Gear Slum, the Everything House podcast. About gear. So my house is actually kind of like my guitars in that it's it's new and doesn't have any character. My house is (laughs) kind of like that Les Paul you didn't buy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And you wish you had bought it. And you wonder what the heck happened to it. Yeah, you're like, how did I get here? How did this happen to me? This is not my beautiful wife. This was not as advertised. That's that's part of it to me is like, how do you list a guitar like that? And she had a couple pictures on there. But they, were all, that. they were all far enough away. Not mentioned like, hey, there's a little yeah. bit of wear and tear, you know? Or like, hey, the case looks like it was two cases that have been like mind melted. Jury rigged together. You know? Anyways. Okay, Cole, there's only... One thing to do about this, you have to go back to that coffee shop and find this girl and go, listen, I got to know the story. What What's the deal here? What's with the case? Why does it look way older than it is? No. Are you from the I'll future? Tell her I, do, 
I do a podcast and I'll do an interview, like a live in it. Well, not live, but you know, podcast live. I want to interview you as long as you promise to admit that you are from the future. (laughs) No, I want the first line of that interview to be, uh, I knew you'd come back or something like that. Like, oh, hi, Cole. It's good to see you again. Hello. Oh, hello, Cole Duke. <laughs> For what if you already Miami. interviewed her in the past? What? But you don't remember because you are from future. It's your future. <laughs> it's her but past. It's her past. Hey, Phil, sidebar. I don't. I don't know if uh, Aaron understands the concept of the past and the future. Yeah, no. the past is stuff that already happened, but the future stuff that already <laughs> happened in the future. In the future, exactly. The future is also <laughs> the past of the future. You've lost, you've lost all concept of actual time, and you only think in terms <laughs> of time travel movies. Right. Listen, listen. So, like we all know from the movie Time Cop, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme is angry because... His wife died in the past, but every time he gets into his time cop machine, he really wants, maybe I should go back and save my wife this time. Nope. (laughs) It's against protocol. Forgetting it. Moving forward into the future or the past, whatever the mission is. I've never seen that movie. By the way, dude, so awesome! <laughs> Great episode. Thanks for listening <laughs> to the Gear Slum. We will see you guys next week. Thanks for friendship. No, thanks for friendship. What? Really? Okay. Thanks for friendship. I guess. <laughs> thanks, for friendship. thanks for friendship. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for time travel. <laughs> <laughs>